Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the Easter Maker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM, your education and wellness station. We welcome you to frequencies 91.1, 91.3, and of course 91.5. I'm your host, Adise Jonas Murphy, and this week we're going to be having another interesting and intriguing program. You can't afford to go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few. Thank you so very much for keeping it locked to NCUFM. It is 91.1, 91.3, and 91.5. The program, Healthy and Happy, of course, sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Now, I'm so delighted. I am so privileged. You know, I'm always having some wonderful guests right here on Healthy and Happy. This week, I am privileged to have my friend in studio. She is a consultant radiologist, and might I just add, one of the best that I know, you know, and she's also the head of the Women's Imaging Center at the University Hospital of the West Indies. She has so many other titles, you know, but we're going to be using these two for this evening. Dr. Daria Cornwall, good evening. Welcome to Healthy and Happy. How are you? I am blessed to give thanks and yeah. I'm happy to be here to share. Indeed. It's so good to have you here in studio. No, Doc, you are a consultant radiologist. I mean, that's such a big term, you know, for some who are listening. They're wondering, what does a radiologist do? Tell us, what do you do? Well, radiologists are the imaging specialists in the medical field. So we use imaging to help us to diagnose and also to treat conditions. So like x-rays, ultrasounds, CT scans, which is CAT scans and MRI, we use these imaging tools to help us to bring answers to our physicians and our patients Mm -hmm. about things that are happening in their bodies. And we also use it to sometimes diagnose and to treat these problems. Mm -hmm. So let let me ask you one question now. Was this field of specialization one that chose you or were were you the one that chose it? I think, you know, it's the navigation of God. Hmm. Uh, Sometimes we don't even know how God just navigates us to our best possible end, Mm -hmm. life. And one of the things that intrigued me about radiology is that I like to get answers. While in medical school and after medical school, really, and um, in, you know, after internship and practicing and working in hospitals and stuff, Mm -hmm. you realize that you're spending a lot of your time asking questions and not getting the answers because you have to get another test to, right. to be able to answer that question. Mm-hmm. And when my when I had my stint, um, this was actually in Trinidad and Tobago, I had my stint in radiology at Port of Spain General, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the ability to be able to provide answers for mm. questions. That's what got me. I love to be able to get answers. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's what radiology does, gets wow. answers. I can tell you're very passionate about what you do, Doc. I've worked alongside Dr. Daria, you know, a few times and mm-hmm. I've seen her passion and energy that goes into what she does. She totally enjoys it. And that's that's absolutely wonderful. Our focus this evening is going to be on cancer awareness. In particular, we're focusing on breast cancer awareness. No, it's not breast cancer awareness month. We had that, you know, recently, but it is always a relevant topic, Doc, you know, 
I believe. And yes, you have had is. to you have had to work alongside women with these kinds of diagnoses, mm-hmm. right? Talk to us a little bit about cancer in general, what it is, because you know we, we know it as the big C. We know it as probably some abnormal cells, but how really would you define it? Mm-hmm. Basically, cells that are outside of the body's control. Normally, your cells multiply. We all started as one cell, and then we with fertilization, the egg and the sperm and mm-hmm. stuff. Then the cells start to multiply, and you keep changing cells as as you get older. That's how we evolve. Mm-hmm. Now, the cells division and maturation, and the cell death and replacement by new cells and stuff is cycle, and those cycles are controlled by the body's regulatory mechanisms. Mm-hmm. A cell, however, can start multiplying and dividing outside of the body's control, and therefore that cell is basically unruly. It has no control. Sometimes our cells or DNA pattern changes and that allows the cells to divide and multiply out of the control of the body. But our immunity may kind of kill those cells and, and get rid of them. But for some reason, our immunity and our body's controlling mechanisms may not be able to overcome them. Mm-hmm. And uh, then those cells develop, multiply, multiply, invade the structure that it's in and then have the ability to spread and invade other structures mm-hmm. and affect them. So cancer basically has the ability to spread and infiltrate and involve and uh, make abnormal other tissues other than the structure that it started in. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the breast. Our breast is basically made up of like 20 bunches of grapes. Mm-hmm. And each bunch has about say, 50 grapes in them. Right. And you have 20 bunches of grapes and each grape is called a lobule. And these grapes, have a main stem and the 20 stems kind of come towards the nipple to feed baby because the milk is made in the grape Mm -hmm. and it comes down the stem to the main stem to bring milk to feed the baby at the nipple. If a pathology starts in the lobule or the grape, it's called a lobular pathology like a fibroadenoma, like a lobular cancer. Mm -hmm. If a pathology starts in the duct that brings the milk, then that's a ductal pathology like a ductal carcinoma. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say a cancer starts in one of the grapes. Mm-hmm. Or in one of the ducts, one of the pipes that bring the milk, and it stays inside of that area where it originated and it is caught while in that area and haven't gotten the ability to come outside of that duct or that grape. It's mm-hmm. inside too. Inside too means that it is within the area of origin. If, however, and that's the best time to catch any cancer, right. if, however, the cancer now burst through the grape wall and look outside mm-hmm. or through the wall of the, of the duct and look out and see, wow, look, other ducts outside. Mm. Wow, there's a whole heap of other breasts. Woo, this whole breast is here. And then he look and it see, can run outside and go up to the brain and go down to the spine mm. and go in the liver and wait to exhale. That's invasive. Right. Now, um, some people would say that when a cancer is in situ, meaning it's in, within the place where it's originated, mm-hmm. it does not have the ability to spread if it is take, removed at that stage. Okay. And some people say that that is not really cancer because an in situ cancer cannot spread. Mm-hmm. So even sometimes insurance companies, they may say that they are not honoring an insurance for cancer if it is in situ. It's only if it's invasive. Mm-hmm. So they, I want people to understand that in situ cancer is cancer that started in the area where it originated. It started in this duct and we got it and took it out while it is still in this duct, locked the door, threw away the key so it cannot spread mm-hmm. again. If a cancer, however, has looked outside of the duct and, and, has, and, and one of the cells, even like a horse bursting through the gate mm. of, 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 of a race, if that horse opens that gate and buses out, it can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's invasive. And that's one of the 
that's that's one of our biggest challenges with cancer the invasivity mm-hmm. of the cancer have you ever had cases where the cancer is caught pretty early and if that is the case what would prevent individuals from getting to that point i know you talk about probably early screening for mm-hmm. example for mm-hmm. women so what just making it a regular part of your annual routine to just go and get your mammograms and just to check if anything might be there okay what i want people to understand is first of all um, people may be listening to me and saying, okay, so we're talking about cancer, but I live a healthy lifestyle. Mm. I'm not from no cancer family, so I don't even think this conversation relates to me, so right. I need to go and cook some dinner or do something else. Right. But let me just explain a pattern here now. Now, cancer, there are, there are various risk factors for cancer. Some of them you can change, some of them you can't change. Mm-hmm. The ones you can't change are like your age, getting older, or your family that you're born into. Hold on, stop. Did you say getting older is a risk factor to cancer? Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to come to that one. That's a big, 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 big. That's one of the biggest risk factors, as a matter of fact. So you have the family that you're born into Mm -hmm. and the genetic predisposition. Only about 15% of people who get breast cancer are born into families of genetic that has the gene for cancers in it. Most women who get breast cancer simply get it because they are a woman and mm. getting older, those are two of the biggest Whoa. risk factors for getting breast cancer. Simply being a woman mm-hmm. and getting older. As a matter of fact, it may be big for other cancers as well, like a man. Mm-hmm. Being a man, especially a black man, getting older, risk factors for prostate cancer. Mm. So let's talk to breast. And being a woman and getting older, two of the biggest risk factors for getting mm-hmm. breast cancer. Now, albeit that there are those risk factors, there are other chain factors that we can help to change to prevent or to push off as far as possible our risk, mm-hmm. such as obesity, having a diet that is as little in fat as possible, mm-hmm. trying to get to our ideal body weight, avoiding alcohol and cigarette smoking, mm-hmm. exercising. Yes, exercise does help. And getting vitamin D, sunshine, even breastfeeding or women who don't have any children, they mm-hmm. are at more risk of getting breast cancer. So there are some factors that we can fix that we can work on or healthy lifestyle lifestyle factors mm-hmm. that can help to decrease the risk however that risk is not removed to zero mm. we cannot totally decrease our risk of breast cancer to zero because that risk is working against us getting older mm-hmm. so while we are living healthy which we encourage right to live healthy so when you, if you don't like carrots if you don't like your vegetables when you think about breast cancer and you think about cancer just eat up your vegetables get up and exercise because you want to push off breast cancer as far as possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. however you're still a woman getting older mm. and uh, that you don't want to change except you want jesus to say, god just make me die young <laughs> oh, so you're getting older so as you're getting older the risk of getting cancer increases so and and there are certain age which we reach which studies have shown that when you've passed the age of 40 that mm-hmm. risk kind of increases because you're now getting older and older and older mm-hmm. so you give thanks when you've reached for women the age of 40 mm-hmm. and you say, yes, my breasts them feel good. I don't have no lumps in my breast. Mm-hmm. I don't have no nipple discharge. I don't, my skin don't look like orange peel, the breast right. of skin of my breast. I, 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 my nipples not pointing sideways. Mm-hmm. My nipples not inverted. And my breasts them feel good. Mm-hmm. My breasts them um, healthy and nice, no lumps. Then what you need to remember is that those healthy breasts right. that you feel now, you need to take them to a mammogram place to get the x-ray mammogram done of the breast to make sure check 
to see if they're normal for truth. All right, so talk to us about how often this needs to be done and starting at what age? Does a 20-year-old need to go do a mammogram? No. The age to start doing a mammogram varies in various countries. This is mm -hmm. an international program. Mm -hmm. So I know women are listening from all over the globe. Mm -hmm. And so different countries have different screening protocols and age with which to start. Mm -hmm. Some countries start at 45, some start at 40, some even started at 50 and bring it down to 47. Mm -hmm. So with various countries. But what we find is that a lot of the countries that the research that has been done to kind of guide when to start have mainly been done in Caucasian-based populations. Mm. Not a lot or enough research has been done in black population. Mm -hmm. However, for what has been done, we realize that blacks or people of African descent have more aggressive cancers at an earlier age. Wow. So especially especially a predominant African population of persons, we suggest or we implicate that they should start screening mm. at the age of 40. As a matter of fact, we see so many women with breast cancer in their 30s mm. that you maybe feel that you should bring it down to 35, but we need more research mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. So what we advise is that children, teenagers, girls start being aware of themselves. Mm -hmm. Everybody must be aware of themselves. From you've reached teenage, you start feeling your breast, especially after the period, you examine the breast to see if there are any lumps, any changes in your breast. Mm. Do on, that Dr. after the Pause period. right there. When you say examine yourself, you mean just look at your breast? What do you mean by examine? Very good question. So what you do is like especially like after the menstrual period, sometimes your breast feels lumpy. Mm. After the menstrual period, it's less should be less lumpy. So when you're like in the bathroom, you put your hand above your head when you're in the shower, because and, and and you may use the palm, the pulp of your fingers mm -hmm. to kind of feel around the breast to see if you feel any lumps under your under your fingers along your palm, and you make circles. Your breast is like a clock, mm -hmm. and the nipple is like the middle of the clock. Mm -hmm. So if you start out at the outer side, outer outer aspects of the breast, and you make circles around them from 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, mm -hmm. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, from way out at the edge of the breast. Mm -hmm. And then you come in and you make that circle again and you feel and you make concentric circles from the outer end of outside of the breast mm -hmm. way towards the nipple and you make those circles and feel to see if there's any lumps under your, under your fingers. And if there's any lump or anything feels funny, get to your doctor and get it checked out. Mm -hmm. That's if you're anytime from teenagers coming right up to in your 30s, mm -hmm. 40. Now, when you reach 40, mm -hmm. so before 40, you only go to get something checked out if you feel something. Right. If you feel fine and you examine your breast and you don't feel anything, then you don't need to worry. You don't need to check. Right. Um, except you're going for your routine checks with the doctor and they'll always check you out. Mm -hmm. When you reach 40 now, the tempo changes where even when, when you feel the breast, mm. even if the breast feels normal, you still go. You still have to go because you know that your wow. breast feels normal, but you are getting older, so the chance of a teeth of mm. cancer getting into your breast increases, so you need to check. Mm. I tell people that as you get older, different teeth try to break into your body house. Yes, you have arthritis, yeah. Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. you have cancer. Mm -hmm. So when you're checking now, when you feel a normal feeling breast, you want to make sure that the teeth is not trying to break into your breast. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you go to the mammogram place and do a special x-ray mm -hmm. called a mammogram of the breast to make sure that no teeth is breaking in. Mm -hmm. Because if a teeth is breaking into your breast, you want to catch that teeth while it's opening your window. Right. Sorry, right. off your grill. Mm -hmm. So that means you're catching him early. Not before him call him friends. Not because call yeah. friends and family and, and step in and start swatting and, and I mean yeah. swatting. I I I I am swat what do you call what do you call, swat, what do you call when you're living oh. in an area where you don't belong? What do you call squat. Squat. Squatting. Right. Uh -huh. Yes. 
You don't want cancer to enter into your house and start squatting and right. reach and are not leaving. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. You want to catch the cancer early before him even enter your house properly. Yes. At the inside two stage, at the early stage when you could lock him up, uh-huh. throw away the key and catch him early and the thing that can do that is the mammogram Mm. well if you're just tuning into healthy and happy we're having a conversation with dr daria cornwall she is a consultant radiologist and head of the women's imaging center at the university hospital of the west indies we're talking about um, cancer awareness in particular breast cancer even though our cancer talk will be applicable to other kinds of cancer but um, we're learning so much dr cornwall defined cancer we looked at what are you know some of the risks factors. Doc, I want us to move into one. Is it totally preventable, this mm-hmm. thing called breast cancer? And two, how do we go about diagnosing okay. breast cancer? So I like that question. You know why? Because a lot of people, this, this point about preventable, we can't stress enough that a healthy lifestyle is vital at all points in life. Mm-hmm. It, is in, it is advised Everybody needs to try as much as possible to do all they can to, to eat healthy. And, you know, in, in our fraternity of Adventism, we have the New Start acronym mm-hmm. where N stands for nutrition, where we try to, as much as possible, get as much of a plant-based diet as possible. It's better than animal-based nutrition and getting your fruits and your vegetables. As a matter of fact, with nutrition, you try to eat your food as natural as possible. Go mm-hmm. back to Eden. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people, you know, try when you go to the supermarket, which is always a fighter, eh? mm-hmm. try to get foods that don't have labels. Like, you know, have you ever seen label on a mango or yam mm-hmm. or banana or pumpkin? You don't have label on that mm-hmm. because those are the less processed foods. Mm-hmm. And when God made those, nobody can better uh, accept the organic, but try to get foods in as, as natural a state as possible and try to eat more of those as opposed to processed, heavily packaged foods. Mm-hmm. And the more labels there on it, the more ingredients, the more processed they may be. Mm-hmm. So try to get as, uh, uh, as a back to eating diet as possible. So that's nutrition. Um, exercise where you you know you try to that's part of trying to get a healthy weight mm-hmm. get exercise you know at least five days to, to half an hour you know it's, it's a challenge sometimes yes but you know we all have to aspire to so nutrition get your exercise um, water drink your water very vital for enough all of our bodily functions water is helpful sunshine get sunshine sunshine also not only helps us to get a good mood and to make us feel happy but sunshine provides vitamin d and that vitamin d is important in helping to fight cancer mm. so we, we encourage people to get their the vitamin d levels up with getting sunshine mm-hmm. um, in their system and that sunshine um one of the things i want to touch on sunshine is that blacks us or black skin um, mm-hmm. is very the melanin in our skin makes us can sustain or can, we can we can tolerate sun more mm-hmm. and that maybe is why we were slaves good stock but that <laughs> same melanin in the skin that makes us can t- tolerate the sun mm-hmm. we find that blacks tend to not form vitamin d as much um when they're exposed to sun so you'll find that people may be in the garden gardening and working growing and you check their vitamin d level and it is still low mm. so what we encourage you and i want people hearing me to do this when you go to your doctor, you, you check, ask your doctor to make you do a vitamin D test, blood test, wow. vitamin nutritional D. Check your D level. If it, it should be between 30 and 50 with the international units. Mm-hmm. If it is lower than that, then the, the, the ability of the vitamin D level, to, the vitamin D to fight cancer is less when it is low. 
Mm-hmm. And if your vitamin D level is low, you can go on vitamin D3 supplement. D, capital D with a mm-hmm. common number three. Mm-hmm. That's the vitamin that you could get to the pharmacy and get your D supplement. So get your sunshine, get mm-hmm. your vitamin D if it's low. Then, um, so that's nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance. Mm. Some people say that Come temperance on, is a little like everything. Mercy. That's for people who don't know what temperance is. So what is temperance? Temperance is to prevent or don't use that which is bad. Mm-hmm. And in that which is good, you must be moderate. Too much of nothing is good. Hmm. So even if you're eating, don't become a, a, a vegetarian, for example, and say, okay, I'm going to eat down the waka rice, holy payamande, because I'm eating vegetarian. So good. <laughs> temperance, even if it is, you know, temperance. So we must practice temperance. Hmm. Also get fresh air. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. And get rest. And in that rest, lots of us are, 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 are guilty of getting that rest in the night. You say eight to seven hours, seven to eight hours of sleep hmm. in the night, uh, trying to get a routine time of, of clocking your system into sleeping and waking. And also the Sabbath rest, which is a special blessing, of hmm. course. But don't move on from that temperance thing. You know, many persons who are listening to this interview right now, they lead very busy lives. You know, mm-hmm. at the office 12 mm-hmm. hours a day, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> children maybe in the mix, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to juggle and balance a lot of things. I'm wondering if there is a correlation between probably the lack of temperance mm-hmm. and also the rise or increases in cancer cases. Because, doctor, tell the truth, mm-hmm. is since the 1990s, mm-hmm. I am hearing so much about this cancer, cancer, cancer yeah. thing every minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never used to hear about it with my mm-hmm. grandparents. Mm-hmm. They were fine. Mm-hmm. I guess there are two things at play here when it comes to hearing more about cancer our diagnostic tools are more our reach to the media our reach to everyone is mm. more so you, you're going to hear more because there's more talk right okay so there's a there is that balance of that and of course there is seems to indeed be an increase in the numbers mm-hmm. and and they're creeping into younger ages so I, I, I can't say scientifically that right. there is an increase in the number of cancers, but there, anecdotally, there seems to be an increase in the amount of cancers that we are seeing. And mm. part of it is our westernization of our diet. Mm. We are eating so much processed foods. Our lives are more busy and stressful. We are not temperate. And, you know, the, the temperance is a big thing mm. because it's not just what you eat. Mm-hmm. But we are overworked. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the point that and I was making. I realize. Talk to us about the correlation between you now stress and cancer, because I don't think I don't think some of us understand the connection. I don't know if I'm the I don't know if I'm the expert at stress and cancer. <laughs> I think at least I just <laughs> I don't know if I'm the expert at that. But what we what what we what we've realized is that the aim is to try to maintain balance. Mm-hmm. Balance and balance is like a pie, like a cake, and you have a cake and you put the ingredients. So you have to balance your work life, mm-hmm. your family life, your personal devotional life, mm-hmm. your your cooking, your 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 enjoyment of relaxation, all your your devotion. So it's a thing. Balance is all of us are trying to aspire to having some balance mm-hmm. in our lives, where we put attention to. Consider your life to be like a wheel. Mm-hmm. If you have a wheel and you are focusing, and, and the wheel is well balanced, where all the aspects of your life are of, of let's say like you are going from a scale of zero to ten, mm-hmm. you you are almost like six or eight or so with 
but eight is going ten is maximum of your satisfaction mm-hmm. of, in everything. So let's say your work life. Your work life is like an eight. Your family life is like an eight or seven eight. Your lifestyle, your interaction with your children, your family, your mm-hmm. relaxation. You're kind of balancing everything. So the wheel is smooth. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's any area in your life where you're over pushing on, mm-hmm. then you may end up with a bump on the wheel because that mm-hmm. area is getting so much attention. Mm-hmm. But if you have a bumpy wheel, then mm-hmm. you're going to get a bumpy ride. Mercy. The aim of balance is try to get the wheel to be smooth where you're having equal focus on each aspect of your life mm-hmm. so that you end up with a nice ride mm-hmm. a nice smooth wheel and so each of us and you know it's a good thing that we are we are all human and you know none of us can boast because all of us are at some stage guilty. striving guilty man we're guilty of a guilty, lot guilty 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 <laughs> guilty all of us are guilty and so we are all in the in this life trying to get the balance so it's right. not just in what you eat Mm-hmm. But try to spend time with family. Yes. Spend try to spend time with God. Mm-hmm. Try to spend time with, with your friends. Relaxation. Mm-hmm. Um. Try to get good food. Try to get really you know all of the, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Try to see about your your finances. Mm-hmm. Get your 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 education. What you are teenagers. You are in school now. You mm-hmm. your balance main your main part to balance is to also get your work get your school book in. Right. Get your knowledge in. Mm-hmm. So and then when you start, when you finish now you can have your job or you can have a means of an income so that you can balance out your life. Mm-hmm. It's all it's it's looking at all the various facets. Looking at the the, the phone. We're not mm-hmm. balanced. Mm-hmm. We're spending so much of our days on the telephone or on the on the WhatsApp. We slide down on WhatsApp. We go to bed. We get up. WhatsApp. Come on, Doc. Preach. Come on. You understand? Man. Come on. And, and 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 all of this lack of balance. And you know that blue light on the phone mm. or that on our, on our devices mm-hmm. is one of the things that helps to decrease all our rest and sleep. Mm. So it is all. It's in. You know, this is such a wide topic because yeah. going to bed the last thing minute before you go to bed. So, so we have said studies have shown that if you're in the night, if you're going to read something, read a calm book. Don't watch TV. Don't um don't be on your phone just before going to bed. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be on the phone, maybe don't use use a use a yellow light. Like get a yellow. There there are some yellow frames or mm-hmm. that glasses with the yellow light that can right. help to block off the blue light. Uh-huh. And also you can set your phone and your devices to blue to to to, to the night light mm-hmm. blue yellow light because the blue light decreases your restfulness of your sleep. Mm. As a matter of fact, that rest in the night is so important. Temperance, Mm -hmm. that melatonin is formed in the night and that helps to fight cancer. Wow. And you find that people who are night workers tend to have an increased risk of cancer. Doc, I go into my bed early tonight. As I said, (laughs) I need to go early to write. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Listen, Doc, we definitely, we are going to have to bring you back for a part two. But, um, you know, as we wrap up, because we have less than um, than a a minute to Mm -hmm. go, but I'm just going, throwing this question really, really quickly Mm -hmm. about men and breast cancer. Is it a misnomer? I mean, do men really get breast cancer? Yes, men get breast cancer. Let me take this minute to say that Mm -hmm. while less men okay so in jamaica for example one or in the world globally one in every eight women will get breast cancer so mm-hmm. wherever you have eight women one have cancer or will get it so if you're mm-hmm. in church and you have 16 women mm-hmm. two will get it mm-hmm. however in in terms of men in jamaica it's one in every 3333 man will get breast cancer wow. but no man wants to be that 3000 man because yeah. i have a couple 3000 mm-hmm. men and so mm-hmm. So what we know is that men can get breast cancer, but it is much less common. Mm-hmm. However, there's enough 3,000 men in Jamaica to get a whole heap of men with mm-hmm. breast cancer. So what we encourage men to do is to fe- be aware of themselves. Mm-hmm. Feel their chest. If you feel any lump, any bump, any sticking pain or any changes to your chest, mm-hmm. do not 
ignore it. Don't start saying that, oh, but I don't come from cancer family. Right. There's nobody in my family with cancer. Don't ignore any change in your body, mm -hmm. particularly don't ignore any change in your breast. Mm -hmm. Need a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go and get any change checked out. It's better you go and the doctor say you're good mm -hmm. than you don't go and end up being cancer that you had been playing around with and not going to check out. That's right, doc. So where should they go? Tell us. For mm -hmm. men, if you have a problem, we don't do mammogram screening on men. Mm -hmm. So men and boys, teenagers, boys coming up right up, we tell men to, if you feel, if examine your breast, if you feel anything on your chest, get it checked, go to your general doctor, mm -hmm. go to your doctor, go to your doctor. For women, teenagers coming up, you examine your breast. Mm -hmm. If you feel any lumps or any bumps or any change, tell mommy, tell auntie, they will take you to the doctor. Mm -hmm. For women who are now 20s coming up, your own woman, you feel, examine your breast after the period. If you feel any changes, go to your doctor and they will maybe order an ultrasound or something for you. If you're, when you reach 40, as a matter of fact, you should say 35. Hmm. If you feel your every month you feel your breast, it feels normal. Go when you reach your thirty. Let I me mean, let me stay scientific. When you reach your fortieth birthday, mm. go and get your mammogram as a birthday gift. Give mm -mm. the breast an outing. Mm. Take the breast to the mammogram place. And there are many mammogram centers where mm -hmm. mammogram is done around Jamaica. There mm -hmm. are many places, radiology places, x-ray mm -hmm. places where mammogram is done. Mm -hmm. Do you have a private practice, Doc? Yes, <laughs> my private practice is at Precision Imaging Center, right. which is 15 Caledonia Avenue, Crossroads, right here in Kingston. All right, wonderful. And we do mammogram as well. Right, so that's what I wanted to get at too. So for those who are in the Crossroads area, you can go to Precision Imaging Center, you said, Doc? Yes, Precision Imaging Center. And we have women coming there from all over Jamaica. Mm. St. Elizabeth, Southwest, East, West, all mm -hmm. over Jamaica women mm -hmm. come. Because it's no longer like, you know, long ago you used to say countries. There's no country anymore. Right. There's highway. There's good <laughs> road. Nice, 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 well-developed roads. So everywhere is accessible. Yes. So, but if you can't reach, then go to the nearest place to you and mm -hmm. get yourself check don't there and you know one of the things is that women who have reached 40 don't need a paper from a doctor to get a mammogram done right, right. you can just once you've reached 40 you can take yourself in just like you get your pap smear done you can yeah. take yourself in to get your mammogram you don't need a yes. paper from a doctor to get your mammogram done if you've reached 40 mm -hmm. you just take the responsibility for coming in and get yourself checked and when you get the result you can be take it back to your doctor now if you want to go to your doctor first and get a paper and Get mm -hmm. a general check, fine. But whatever it is, make sure. Mm -hmm. Anybody hearing my voice, if you've reached 40, one of the things you must do is give thanks. 40, mm -hmm. 50, 60, 70, 80, mm -hmm. any age, give thanks. Yeah. Then you think back, when last have I had a mammogram? Right. Have I had a mammogram in the last year? Mm -hmm. If you have not, you need to schedule or mm -hmm. come and get a mammogram mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Get a mammogram done. And if it is normal, give thanks and mm. then repeat it the next year. Amen. There is no age with which to stop doing your mammogram. Mm. Once you are in good health and you have a life, at least five years life expectancy, yeah. you can do a mammogram. Mm -hmm. There is no age with which to stop. I have 80-year-old patients who are mm. fitter than me mm. and they are doing their mammograms. Yeah. So don't stop because you don't want to give the devil no chance mm -hmm. to sneak into your breast. Yeah. You want to make sure that if anything, you're keeping healthy and you're doing all you can, but you're checking. And if any teeth of cancer is trying to break into your breast you want to mm. catch it early mm -hmm. so you can lock the door throw mm. away the key and continue mm. to live the life that god says he said beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper mm. and be in good health even as thy soul prospered but faith without works is dead there's a part that you have to play mm -hmm. and that part is to live a healthy lifestyle but because you're getting older you go and get checked 
You know, this is a wonderful way to wrap up the program, healthy and happy. I feel like I was in church today. <laughs> Dr. Daria Cornwall, your sermon, your message, the information you shared, so potent, so relevant. And friends of ours listening, if you have not yet been converted, to go get yourself checked mm-hmm. out and to, you know, get, get your mammograms done and, and gentlemen to even check your chest too. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know what else will convert you if you weren't converted because um, it's evident that, that we do need to make some changes mm-hmm. Uh, in our lives we need mm-hmm. to improve um, this new start thing is not just a it's not just a, a pretty little decoration mm-hmm. for us no mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it, it really is something to be applied to mm-hmm. our daily living so mm-hmm. that our quality of life can be improved even as we face sin and this sinful world yes. so thanks again doc for uh, joining us this evening on Healthy and Happy feel free to come back anytime <laughs> <laughs> as we of course take on another program consultant radiologist and head of the Women's Imaging Center at the University Hospital of the West Indies Dr. Daria Cornwall bless you always doc Yes, thank you. And of course, we want to say thank you to you, our listeners, for keeping it locked to NCUFM, your education and wellness station. I want to thank in a very special way my technical director, my, uh, yes, the one and only Errol Vaz. Thank you so very much for the work you continue to do. And listeners, we will see you next week. Yes, as we wind down the year with another uh, intriguing and informative program right here on Healthy and Happy. On behalf of our hardworking production team, I'm Adis Jonas Murphy, wishing you God's richest blessings.
my